0: You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip.
1: All right, welcome back to the podcast. I was saying the opening. One of our newest members here at the WEI Odyssey family, Adam Jones. Adam, how are you? I'm doing well, Alex. How are you? I am doing great. It's good to have you here, as I was saying earlier. Um, so yeah, I mean, a big day for us off the start. Let me let me start with this, because I'm starting to wonder it myself in terms of writing, and that Brady has retired. Like, what the hell are we going to do now? Like, how are we going to fill time when we need time to fill, if he's not going to be around every day?
0: You know what? It's a good question, because I was looking at it the opposite of you. I'm like, great, we have a good story for today. For Check today. off the box for today. But right, you're thinking... You're thinking longer term. You're playing yes, the longer game. That's not a strength of us uh, us radio people. We're like, whatever's <laughs> out there today, we're all over and, and we'll go with. No, I mean, look, I, I'm shocked Shocked he's retiring. I'm a little disappointed in him. Honestly, yes. I said this when he retired last year, uh, you know, fake retired last year. If you're going to wait until you suck to retire, he doesn't suck. The Bucks sucked last year. I would get why he'd want to leave Tampa. Yeah. But he doesn't suck. I'm a little disappointed that he would go out and leave another year or two where he could contend for a Super Bowl and play at a high level. I'm a little disappointed in that. I'm stunned. Uh, Maybe he was tied to Sean Payton. Maybe Mm Payton going to Denver was an indication that Brady wasn't going to come back the second he went to the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Maybe that ruled out Miami and them teaming up Mm -hmm. somewhere and going somewhere at the same time. But I really thought he'd be playing this year. I think he should be
1: playing this year. And yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little let down. Yeah, I think this year was really embarrassing for him in a number of ways, and I think maybe he felt that. Like, I'm like you. I'm shocked he's retiring today, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if I look at how embarrassing this year is for him, maybe he figured, like, this is hurting my reputation.
0: You mean personally or on the field? I think
1: personally and professionally. It was embarrassing for him all around. I mean, the divorce stuff, how he played, uh, he kind of became a laughing stock at times.
0: That playoff game was awful. I mean, that that was, in terms of on the field stuff, like, I still think he's fine. You know, I still think with... Uh, a better team around him and and he might need to lean on a team more than he used to but with a better team around him he's still more than capable of winning a super bowl i think yeah. but that playoff game was a hard watch yeah. that's true
1: one thing i will say though about brady is i do think in retirement he'll be much weirder than he even has been in the last couple <laughs> of years
0: i really that's i think hard, that's I, hard to do but he maybe yeah
1: it's going to get really strange i think <laughs> so he may actually give us even more content not playing uh, well, we
0: already we already got the movie to look forward to.
1: Oh, great! Yeah, have you, are you running out to see that? Or
0: what? Uh, no, I I can see myself seeing Sorry. it at some point in time. I don't know that
1: I'm going to pay money to see it, but I'll I'll, I'll probably watch it. I'm sure I may, I may have to write a review. So you obviously had a really long and successful run at 98.5. Um, what prompted you to come over here?
0: Well, I mean, a couple of things. I mean, number one, I I do like the opportunity of who I'm working with. Um, I I didn't know Mego very well before I started working with her. But I've always liked what I've heard. I like what I saw from her on Quick Slants, and so I'm excited to work with her. I know Christian very well. I actually know a lot of people at 98 or from 985 at WEEI. Yeah. You know, I know Gresh, I know Billy Lanny, I know Rich Keith, I know Wiggy. You know, I'm sure I'm leaving out other names that I'm forgetting. Uh, Chris Curtis. So like, there's a, there's a lot of people I know there that I've worked with in the past. You know, whether it's it's bosses like Mike Thomas, people that I'm comfortable with, people that I know. And honestly, beyond all that, and all that stuff is true, I had done 10 years at night. And, you know, my kid's going to be going to school next year. It's a good uh, life-work balance, which I know yeah. a lot of people, uh, you know, probably overuse. But it'll be a good life-work balance yeah. to be home at, at night for the first time in 10 years and, and be able to yeah. do dinners at home. And it's a new challenge. I, I I would like to, you know, be in a more prominent day part and, you know, try to... Um, you know, carve out a, a niche there and, you know, try to be successful there. I think we did a good thing at night for 10 years, but nights are nights. And I, I honestly was ready for something different. And and I, I hold no animosity, by the way, to, to 98.5. I think people wonder that and ask that. I get why you're not going to get rid of Fred or Rich or Wallach or Beetle or Zoe or Hardy or Felger or Maz or Big Jim. Like, I, I get that there are, you know, limited opportunities. and. You know, I just felt that when the time was right, it was it was worth uh, taking a shot. And I, I feel pretty good about the shot.
1: Yeah, and I mean, to do nights, like, this business is a labor of love. But you really have to love it. Like, my restaurant at EEI, I did a lot of nights. I wasn't hosting every night. But, I mean, that's not the easiest shift. And you really have to love it. You miss out on a lot of social events. Uh Really, your life truly revolves around your show. And, I mean, that's the case, I guess, anyway. But, you know, so it's it's not... We're not made to necessarily be nocturnal as people.
0: No, and that, look, there were things I did like about it. I mean, you know, I had all day to get ready. Like pre-kid, right. I had all day to get ready for the show. Like there was nothing else going on. I could really like pour a lot into work. I could, you know, uh, for as as minimal shape as I could get myself into, I could like, you know, go for a run. I was playing basketball twice a week. Like, you know, I, there, there was stuff I liked about it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But- you know, it, 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 is, it is challenging in its own way, uh, as you said, just uh, in your personal life. And I, I think even more than that, like, it's not like the personal life stuff was draining on me. It was a, a side piece to all of it. I, I just do think professionally, it, totally. it was ready to do something different. And, 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 you know, there were things I started to hate about what was going on with that night show, too. They, they got rid of Arkend. You know, it went from a two-host, two-producer show right. to a one host and one-producer show, Right. And, you know, I loved working with Jeremy Conley. He was great. He was doing a lot of stuff for one person and right. it was hard to lean on him as another voice and put him in that spot. You know, so there, there were other aspects to it too, where I just said, you know, this is yeah. an opportunity that I don't want to miss. I don't want to not, right. uh, you know, get the opportunity and be kicking myself. So I, I took yeah. the shot.
1: Yeah. And on that note, so you're working obviously with two people now, Megan and, and Arkand, Uh So that's different than night. But beyond that, is there anything else about your approach that you think you want to change or will change from going from nights to afternoon in terms of topics or, you know, all that stuff?
0: So, I mean, look, I think some of that stuff is organic. You know, I think who you work with, sometimes certain topics present themselves. You know, I think we're still, um, you know, me and Megan are still working on like what, is a good topic for us, you know? I mean, it's like, I I know what I wanted to hammer away at at night, but if there's certain style of topics, whether it's, you know, hardcore sports or fun with sports or stuff outside of sports, you know, whatever that would be, where do we kind of find a groove and what works well as debate points and stuff between us? And and not that you want to manufacture any debate, you know how it works, Alex. I I don't want to manufacture anything, but I do want to focus on, Topics where you know we don't necessarily just agree and repeat each other. You know, you want to find stuff where there's friction or there's disagreement or there's debate. You know, that's the kind of stuff that we want to find. So I think we're trying to find it. Um, if you're asking stylistically, uh, there's not much I plan on changing. I mean, I, I guess that's another thing we'll find out organically. You know, I've uh, I've been criticized for being overly negative or, you know, overly uh, sky is falling, which is probably a fair criticism. Um, But that's the approach that that I take. I I don't personally see that changing until there's a need to change it.
1: Is it Dong report making its way to the The Dong report?
0: I think we're retiring the Dong report. Uh, There are afternoon baseball games, though. So maybe, (laughs) you know, after Kastig wraps up the call, we could always uh, Maybe they could make it a part of the Red Sox broadcast. I don't know.
1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSC. I was going to get to the negativity point, so uh, good on you for leading me there. Um, do you think you're looking? Do you think you're looking for more negativity than the average fan or even media person? Oh, and it's not, it's, it's, probably. Is that necessarily a bad thing?
0: Yeah, no. I would say I am. I mean, I, I, look, I I said this in the first show, and the first show was was honestly a bit of a blur, more so than I expected, just because. You know, it's a new studio and all the stupid technical stuff that I wasn't ready for. Um, But I said this in the first show, like I do view myself as an equal opportunity ripper. And so uh, am I overly negative? Sure. Do I lean into it more than than most people? Probably. But I do think, and I I honestly believe this, that the more you listen, the more you're going to go, oh, he's not taking this out personally on my team or my favorite player. This is his approach. And if you listen, I will rip the opponent. I will rip the coach I will rip the referee I will rip your favorite team I'll rip your favorite player and I just think you know as long as that's consistent the more people hear that the more they realize that that is just the the approach it's not a personal thing and I think you know the more you you hear that the more you begin to uh, appreciate it or at least be in on the joke because honestly a lot of it is you know it's not it's not me being negative just for the sake of being negative. A lot of time it's to prove a point and there's humor in it. And right. And I think the more people understand it and the more people listen, I think the more they they grow to appreciate it. If, if they give it that much of a chance, which yeah. is the,
1: the hope. And I'm sorry, just in general, people who are ripping others... Are more interesting to listen to generally than people who say everything's great. Like, would you rather talk to someone who goes, Oh, I had a fabulous day? Or someone goes, Oh, my day <laughs> sucked. Here's like what's generally a more entertaining conversation. I yeah, guess. I
0: mean, look, I I know I guess there's like a journalistic aspect to this job. I'm not a journalist, I've never pretended to be a journalist. I didn't go to school for journalism. I don't have the chops for it. And it's not my job. My job is to be entertaining and right. and people, people might disagree that I am and that's fine, but my job is to be entertaining and right. I think, you know, that tends to be more entertaining than, I mean, hey, the Patriots are going to be okay and there's nothing wrong and they were almost a playoff team last year and they almost beat Cincinnati and and everything's fine. Like that, that to me, I mean, maybe that's a little more rational, sane way of walking around the planet, um, but rational and sane isn't always entertaining
1: and, and the job is to entertain yeah, Rational and sane and radio don't really mix, as you no, know. Um, no, they don't. And and and, but I do. But I do think it's interesting that, like, in today, with, in today's world, with all these podcasts, like, people don't. Re- There's a, so much of an echo chamber now, and this goes well beyond sports. And like, if you listen to any popular podcast, whether it's a sports podcast, politics, whatever, you rarely have two hosts who disagree. It really is just a lot of nice, genial conversation, a lot of agreement, and. You know, radio, I still think goes the other way because I think it's such a different medium than podcasting. Like, I mean, you've heard the stat. The average person listens what, like 10, 12 minutes, something like that. Probably not even, yeah. Probably not even. Like my approach always is was like, you know, I want to catch them. They're in the car. I want to catch them. I wanna rile them up about something. And I think it's just I think it's just different than podcasts, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, I I think it is. I'll be, I'll be honest, and I'm not like anti-podcast. I just, it's not something that I, uh, you know, uh, consume a a ton of. I I consume a couple, and you know, it's not like I'm sampling around, uh, you know, uh, taking in a lot. And I wouldn't consider myself an expert on whether most of them agree or or disagree. But no, I I do think they're different, and I, I still think. There's something about radio, and I'm biased. And and look, you know, uh, I'm sure newspaper writers say this about newspapers that there's there's a different quality to it. Newspapers are obviously, you know, on the way out. Uh, radio may be behind it, for all I know. But there is something about radio being live and local and immediate. And like, you know, this Tom Brady story today is a great example. And not that I'm on the air right now as it's breaking, but. You're in your car and you hear the breaking news and it's Tom Brady's retiring and you get the 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 video clip right then and there. That's a lot different than already knowing the news and seeking out a podcast. It's immediate reaction, you know how people feel in the moment, you know how you feel in the moment and maybe it's not an impossible thing to replicate but that's a hard thing to replicate and you know I still think that's the biggest difference between the two but maybe some of it is, you know, the interplay and And who is working with whom as well. I'll say that. That's one thing that I've already been impressed with, with Mego, And I, 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 again, I didn't know her very well. I had met her, I think, once before I got the job. We played in a, a media basketball game together. And I had seen her work and heard her work, but I had never met her before. I didn't know her. I mean, she already, in two days, you know, stands up. For opinions and fights back, and you know, I've already been kind of impressed in that. Where it's like, okay, it's not just, oh yeah, well, good point, Jones, or oh yeah, yeah you know, I didn't really think about it that way. It's like there's been you know some pushback, which I I personally appreciate because I I have no problem arguing and doubling down on points and going back and forth, and, and it seems like she already has an appetite for that, which I like.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's great when you can disagree obviously on the air and it doesn't carry over to the break like that no
0: and and i mean look you know and and i've i've been there too like that it's it's uh what what people like to call uh in the wrestling world working punches and this is how it's been there's a lot of wrestling dorks in in radio so i'm not a big yes yes but uh but that's how it's been explained to me i it's i'm always throwing working punches and you know it's not it's not personal i'm but we can laugh about stuff in the break for the most part i'm not saying every single blow up ever um, but that, that I think is important because when it's going off the air, it's going to a bad place.
1: Totally. And you can tell instantly, like, I remember my first show ever with Jerry and Kirk, like within a few minutes, I was like, wow, like these guys want me to disagree with them. Like, yeah. And you can tell easily when people are open to that and it just makes for a much, a much better show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. There are certain hosts where, you know, you get off the air and they're like, whether they say it or not, you're like, I can't believe you just disagreed with what I had to say. You're trying to make me look like an idiot. And it's like, right. no, I'm not trying to make you look like an idiot. And I'm not, you know, fighting with you because I don't like
1: you. I'm just I'm trying to make a point and be entertaining, and and that's really it. Uh, I want to close with this question, kind of more of a, a larger point, if you will. Um, how do you think – if you were to look back at you when you started doing nights full-time, you know, 10 years ago, uh, yes, what have you? Um, a young what do you think are some of the biggest ways that you've changed as a host between now and then?
0: Well, I do – so a couple of things. I mean, I I, I wouldn't say I'm like – you know, Fred Toucher or Kirk Minahan or somebody who is, you know, openly sharing a lot about their personal life. And that's a lot about their style. I do think I'm, I'm much more comfortable doing that now, you know, talking about things that that happened to me or in my life. And maybe some of that is, you know, being married and having a kid. Maybe some of that is just being comfortable on the air. Um, but I do think that's something that's changed a lot. I used to be very guarded with that sort of stuff for, for whatever reason. And I, yeah. I don't I don't know why that was. Um maybe it was a you know a need to stick to the topics of the day or I felt like an obligation to just you know right. stick with sports and talk about sports or it might have just been you know just being guarded to to not want to open up whatever it was I think that's something that's changed you know quite a bit over the years I do think you know striving into you know more obvious areas of humor is is another thing I've done too you know I'm much more comfortable doing bits or songs and trying stuff like that where again you know I would I would try to make a witty joke or, or something like that on the air, but like pre-produced or thinking about stuff that maybe goes to a little more obvious humor area and and adding a little more production and fun to the show. I mean, I think that's more stuff that I've tried to do. I've uh, tried to do. I, I think the opinions have, have, for the most part, always been there. I think the edge for the most part has always been there, but I think, you know, some of those other elements have, have helped to, add to the show. I could still get out of sports more. I mean, I I acknowledge that. I could still get outside of the world of sports more than I do. Um, but, but those are probably a few areas where it's, uh, it's grown or at least changed over the years.
1: Absolutely. Well, we'll be listening. Adam, thanks for the time. This was great.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you, Alex.